Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Bear Guys and Tua T Fitness. The How Dare You podcast contains explicit language. Cause we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the How Dare You podcast. This is the Hudson Hawk edition. (laughs) My name is Chance. (laughs) I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, your friend and mine from Tua T Fitness, Lady Chu. We're we're not friends anymore. (laughs) Come on. This whole movie made me reconsider or feel like I need to reconsider our friendship. Because a friend wouldn't do this to me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This is one of my all-time favorite bad movies. Oh. You know, I gave you a second <laughs> chance after we watched Almost Heroes. And we all know how much I didn't like that movie. <laughs> and then this happens. And I think, well, shit. I don't think we're friends. He doesn't care <laughs> about on. me at all. I haven't got a single teachable moment wrong yet. I don't know if that makes up for the grievance I have against you. <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> I'll take your grievance and turn it back on you because I have a grievance. Because this movie is fucking great. <laughs> I don't think we've disagreed like hardcore disagreed on a movie in a in a while yeah so this will be fun you hated it that much i didn't eh? like it all right fine we're talking about a 1991 movie hudson hawk directed by michael lehman all right chew i'm gonna list some movies okay we'll see what you know fun game because i said so Mm mm-mm uh, yeah, maybe. All right. The Truth About Cats and Dogs. No. 40 Days, 40 Nights. No. Josh Hartnett? No. All right. My Giant? No. Former nominee for a title that sounds like a porno fil- <laughs> film. And we've got Airheads? No. I don't know if this is his feature film debut. It either is or it's his second movie. Heathers. Oh, is that the, like, uh, shit. Winona Ryder? Yeah, Actually, Christian yeah. Slater. Um, I haven't seen all, all right. of it. It's a good movie. This guy's making a lot of movies you know. Plus, he's got... I mean, he's directed episodes on The West Wing, The Big C, Nurse Jackie, Dexter, True Blood, Californication. Okay. Well, I did um, in Hudson Hawk in the beginning, they're walking and talking down the the hallway in prison. And I thought, oh, that's like West Wing. Oh, did you really think that? I think that every time that happens in a movie or a show. Ooh, West Wing. All right. I'm going to give you a little gift right now. Critics and the public are on your side. This movie had a budget of $65 million. It may it opened with only $7 million. 
It made $17.2 million in the USA. Cumulatively worldwide, also $17.2 million. Yikes. What was the total budget? $65 million. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. I don't think anyone knew what to do with this movie. I think you can see it in the movie. You can see that that issue. That's apparent. <laughs> well, wait, what issue? That they spent too much money or they... They spent too much money, money on things they didn't need to spend. I think they spent most of their money on location. Yeah, probably. Because this movie goes places. It sure does, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) You know those group of 12-year-old boys we always talk about that work in Hollywood? This is their movie. (laughs) This is one of their movies. Is this a Jenkins movie? Oh, yeah. It really is. Jenkins, you've done it again. (laughs) He's done something. Uh, Bruce Willis at this time is hot off the presses from Die Hard 2. He's got a lot of power, so he had a lot of say in the script. He got a story credit, and he caught a lot of shit for this movie. <laughs> um, well-deserved. I, I... <laughs> Don't drive angry. Like, if I'd seen him in Die Hard, two Die Hards, I'd be like, fuck. God, he's, like, so good. Like, those movies were so good. And then he shows up and does this movie, and I've been like, excuse you? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what What are you doing? I like it. I like this movie. I can't help it. I think it's fucking great. Oh. How many, did you have any grievances? Yes. How many? 14. Oh, wow. How many positive points? 23. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> What? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes. All right. How long is your list of grievances? 28. And that was conservative. Oh, shit. I just stopped making notes at some point. Oh, man. And positive points? One. Get the fuck out of here. One. One positive point? Yeah. Do you want to guess what it is? You're never going to guess. It better be the Mona Lisa. (laughs) No. Come on. That's so funny. (laughs) No. It was the villain's car. The limo thing. I was like, oh, that's a cool car. And then that was it. That's it? Yeah. What do you mean? Like he got a fax and then shredded it and it went out the, not even the tailpipe, but the, yeah, that, that's what yeah, you like? It was shiny. I liked it. It looked difficult to drive, but I was like, yeah, that could be fun. And then the back seat, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then that was it. Oh, come on. Yep. You, I, uh, you, but uh, oh, oh, ah! <laughs> I feel like this podcast is just going to be that. Like both just <laughs> scoffing at each other. Ugh. <laughs> uh. You 
don't like the explanation for the painting of the Mona Lisa. It was fine. I in my my first uh, it's hysterical. My first thought was, well, obviously her teeth are shit. It's five hundred years ago. Nobody had dental. Oh, for this for those that don't know, this movie actually starts with Leonardo da Vinci, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> Just in his workroom, as a, I guess you know, a practicing alchemist changing lead to gold. But there's this moment where he looks over and he kind of and a model kind of springs to attention and she looks over at him and he looks over at a painting and it's the Mona Lisa and everything is done except the smile. And he looks back to her and she smiles to him and just has all kinds of jangly fucked up teeth. And he just head shake, rolls his eyes and poo poos her. And it's. Oh, it's fucking great. It was fine. I think at that point I was still... Fine? <laughs> I can see why it's humorous. But I think at that point I was still confused. And I have a note. Am I watching the wrong movie? <laughs> like they open up with the storybook intro. And end it yeah, with the storybook intro. I know. I didn't see that coming. That was actually going to be one of my questions was, or even skipping to what we usually do at the end, I thought it might be your drink, your drinking game. Every time you think I'm watching the wrong movie, take a drink. <laughs> there's, there's a couple notes in here where it's, you know, my usual, what is happening? What, what, what is, what is going on? So yeah, that, that would be a good, it. that'd be a good drinking game. At least five, five times where I thought, oof, I'm getting lost here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I find this all very upsetting. Well, now you know how I feel. Because, yes, this was upsetting. (laughs) And you know what? A huge grievance because Hudson Hawk really likes cappuccinos. Why? I I don't know. He just loves cappuccinos. But then one of the cappuccinos he gets, there's whipped cream on the cap. That doesn't go there. It's clearly whipped cream. Not foam. Hmm. Is that the one that poisons him? Not poisons him, but knocks him out from Andy McDowell? I think that's the one. Yes, there was whipped cream on there. But uh, the one that he gets in the bar in the beginning. At the bougie bar. Oh, I don't and know about that. they have a five-ton cappuccino machine in the corner. Yeah. Right. Which you also disapprove oh, of? Oh, yeah. It doesn't need to be that big. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. Or that is what she said. I don't know. <laughs> There's something there. Uh, it might have been. Well, okay. So here's the thing, Chu. Here's the thing. Okay. I'm looking at the How Dare You Awards. I'm not sure I see a nomination for Hudson Hawk on the How Dare You Awards. You're not going to nominate it for Worst Title. No. You can't nominate it for Most Forgettable Performance by an Oscar-winning actor or actress. There are no Oscar winners in it. 
except for James Coburn, but he won his Oscar in 1997 for Affliction, which is long after this movie. So you can't nominate it for that. Okay. I can't imagine somebody looking forward to this movie enough to call it biggest disappointment. <laughs> but if you were, I could see how you how that would happen. <laughs> somebody might say, what the fuck happened in this movie? I could get that. Possibly now that I'm seeing what you're saying or hearing what you're saying, so maybe somebody might say least wanted to see. Yeah. That would make that category. But this movie made $17 million, and usually I got to keep that nomination. You got to make less than $10 million for that nomination. I think we just, I, I think now, there's this a category movie this fits is into. Ridiculous. But... Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the movie is ridiculous, but I don't think it's a ridiculous concept. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you're splitting hairs at that point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what? This is literally a cartoon come to life. Yes. I'll agree yeah. with that. Like everything about it. The act, the, you can't see me, obviously, but I have my hands up in fake quotations. This is a, all the action scenes, the villains. I can see you. No, well, I meant the listeners. Hopefully there's at least one out there. All yeah. four. Um, everything about this is cartoony. Yes. I'll agree with that. But what about, just as a last thought, is there any weight given to this as title that best fits a porno movie? Hmm. Hudson Hawk. Maybe. Yeah, I can get behind that. So, I had to look at the other movies from 1991 to judge. <laughs> so. <laughs> what do we got? We've got Sleeping with the Enemy. Okay. One False Move. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, double Impact. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah, Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way? Yep. Uh, I'm not sure what you'll think about this one. How about not without my daughter? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. It's uh, pretty fucked Ugh. up. I, I think these last two are pretty strong, though. We've got Backdraft. Oh my god! First of all, I fucking love that movie, and second it's a great of all, movie. now I can't think. I won't be able to feel the same way about it. <laughs> Backdraft. Oh my god. Backdraft. <laughs> That's good. Uh, how about this last one? We've got Hot Shots. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So. I mean, you got to go hard way, double impact, backdraft, hot shots. And then it's, you know, Hudson Hawk is battling with sleeping with the enemy, one false move, and not without my daughter. Not without my daughter, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> I was hoping you would laugh at that 
one more so I could then admonish you for it. That that was really the plan all along. I'm laughing, but I feel gross about it. Yeah. Yeah. You felt as you should. <laughs> I feel like there's a, a West Virginia or Kentucky joke somewhere in there, but I'm afraid to make it. Yeah. Right. You want to see my big ass dick? Not without my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. Didn't see this podcast going that way, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> huh. uh, I'm very upset. Well, that makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like the last... Especially the last half of the movie, I just sat scowling at it. Just pissed at you the whole time. Just like, that fucking asshole. That fucking piece of shit. I thought we were friends. Whenever I talk about the podcast that I do with my friend Chance. Oh, yeah. Yo, you didn't know? I didn't tell you? Oh, well, my friend Chance and I do this podcast once a week. Blah, blah, blah. My friend Chance. My friend Chance. No. You're not my friend. You're a fucking monster. You're not dissolving the friendship over I this. Might. I gave How I gave you a pass you. with almost heroes, which was generous. You'd never seen Jaws, and I brought it into your life. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you, madam? <laughs> I'm a saint. I don't know. That's too far. <laughs> and not necessarily true. You have your moments. Not when you consider that I also brought Midnight Run and Lars and the Real Girl into your life. Three good things do not give a pass to the two egregious movies you brought into my life. I don't even know if I think, I don't think I, I used that word properly, but I felt good about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that word. You're okay. Egregious. <laughs> I am, I'm saint-like. I'm like the Pope in this movie, except I'm like a Pope who would watch Mr. Ed and bang his television with a cane. <laughs> oh my God. I think you're, uh... Also, positive point. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, Pope watching Mr. Ed. Funny. Oh. Okay, let's get into this movie. We're going to have to take a break first. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We've talked about basically nothing this first half. Whoops. Sorry. We've been sassing a lot. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and I'll explain to Chew calmly why this movie is so fucking great. I can't promise that I'll be calm. Problematic. Problematic. But great. Sure. We'll see. Right after this. Can I ask you a question? Do you like beer? I like beer. It's required by law that you like beer when you're living in San Diego, California, but even I can get confused and dizzied by the amount of choices that you can see at your local beer store. What's a person to do? I'll tell you what you do. You'll watch The Vegas Beer Guys, a live show on Instagram and Facebook, and they will set you right as to what beers you should have in your life or should not have in your life. 
The Vegas Beer Guys are brought to you by Dan Aker, the beer professional, and Stephen Weiss, self-proclaimed beer novice. They'll drink beers for you and drink beers with you. Go ahead and check out their live shows and they'll tell you which beers you should be having in your fridge. Everybody wants the perfect combination of molten hops in your life. And Dan Aker and Stephen Weiss are the perfect combination of fantastic and wonderful. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Find them. You're going to watch their show and love their show. They give away free merch during their shows. So go ahead and check out the Vegas Beer Guys. What a great time. And we're back. Lady Chu and I are here discussing the 1991 film Hudson Hawk. We vehemently disagree. All right, Chu. We talked so long in our last segment that we didn't even get to Chu describes the plot. What's a movie about? Hmm. <laughs> oh, God, this is hard. Okay. <clears throat> uh... Okay, yeah, I, I got this. Yeah, you do. Cat burglar gets tricked into stealing Da Vinci shit across the world. <laughs> Three things specifically throughout the movie which hold extra little items for alchemy. Oh, what's that? Alchemy? Is that what we're talking about? Yep, that's exactly where the story went. Alchemy. <laughs> and the CIA gets involved, and the Vatican gets involved, and then uh, stuff happens. And I think that's actually pretty accurate because a ton of fucking shit happens in this movie, and you don't know what the fuck it is. Stuff happens. Well done. Any manner of stuff. <laughs> you think of something, it probably happened in this movie. I mean, you, you had it right when he, he's got to steal the three Da Vinci items because hidden inside are pieces to put together that will help use a Da Vinci-designed machine to turn lead into gold. Yeah. And the bad guys, as played by Richard E. Grant and Sandra Bernhard, want to flood the market with gold and just watch countries topple and have their yeah. business be the business that's last standing. Right? Yeah. Seems rude, but yeah. <laughs> from them, not rude. from me, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Here's what I want to ask you. Richard E. Grant, Sandra Bernhard, are they funny in this movie? Uh... There has never been a more... There's never been a broader interpretation of villainy than these two people in this movie. I think that's a super fair statement. But they make me laugh every time. I can't help it. I like them. I like them both in other stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but these villains creep me out. <laughs> They're creeps. Well, what and are we talking not... about? It's not the fact that you know that they're into BDSM. I don't get. I don't give a shit. Okay, that's what I thought you were referring no, to. I don't care. I thought you were talking about their sex lives. I, you know, to each their own. The weird part for me that I just couldn't get over is that they did this tongue lip thing, like they wrote, <laughs> like they had their tongue sticking out and 
like licking air. I oh no. No. That that just said a lot about your character. That's up there with being too close, having not brushed your teeth and being buried uh, in a cave. Exactly. Good okay. memory. I know things. Yep. I, I listen to <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm still mad at you, but I appreciate the effort. Come on, you don't like the scene that that first theft scene where they steal the horse? That's where it's, it was a turning point for me. I was like, oof, no. That was where they did the tongue it's... thing the first time. No, they're not in that scene. When they're stealing, when when Bruce Willis and Danny Aiello are stealing the horses the night before the auction. Oh, I thought you meant at the auction. I was like, yeah. No. Um, that was fun. It was fun. Right? And they don't use watches or clocks at all. They sing. Yeah, they sing. They sing songs down to the, because Bruce Willis knows songs down to the second. So they sing Swinging yep. on a Star. And you know what? Fun fact. Uh, they mention briefly before they even... Uh, get to the horse they mentioned whitney houston's uh national anthem from the super bowl Mm -hmm. and just this past fourth of july erica who you know erica friend erica yeah loves friend of the show that rendition me too loves it she asked us to look it up on youtube and she was very specific because i was like i don't like could you be more specific she's like yeah just type in what she's wearing (laughs) and that always blew me away anyway so we listened to that on fourth of july that's about the best rendition of of the anthem of the anthem ever. Oh right? yeah, it was good. Come on. Yep. It was really, you know, that's the Super Bowl, Bills versus the Giants. We were we had just started the Gulf War, the first Gulf War. So America was. It's hard to imagine this now, but there was a long period of time when people hated soldiers in this country because of Vietnam. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. And we were very rah-rah about fucking with Saddam. We came united together as a country. And then she sang that song and the whole country went apeshit. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Anyway. I fucking love them singing Swinging on a Star, though. It was nice. Come on, Chew. I don't know if it deserves a point. I Okay, I giggled at that point. (laughs) Pig is an animal with dirt on his face. His shoes are a terrible disgrace. (laughs) And then Danny Aiello is tiptoeing, singing, He's got no manners when he eats his food. He's fat and lazy and extremely rude. It's so good. It's funnier when you sing it. I enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) I had a good time. Okay, how about before that? Did you even recognize the man who plays Caesar Mario? I'm not sure who Caesar Mario is. Is he gangster? Was he the one that um, shot his cappuccino and eats like a fucking slob, or the other guy? No, the other guy, the guy in charge. I didn't recognize him. That is Frank Stallone. Is he related to Sylvester Stallone? Brother of Sylvester Stallone. Wow. All right. That's cool. And there's even a moment in the movie where 
Bruce Willis says, he says, Bruce, you just got to go in, steal the horse, go out. It's simple. And Bruce says, yeah, directions even your brother could follow. <gasps> Gasp. Rude. <laughs> I just thought, well, yeah, I mean, I obviously I just assumed it was about the idiot brother next to him. It Eating is. pasta with his mouth open. <laughs> If you don't know, at least Danny, at, at least Danny Aiello smashes a bottle over his head. I needed that. That is the thing that will send me <laughs> over the edge. If you, if we've ever shared a meal together and you ate your food with your mouth open, trust that I've pictured murdering you in that moment. You got a lot of mouth problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can't be too close. You're right. Yeah. Huh. You have a lot of mouth grievances. I wonder if that's something I need to bring up in therapy. Probably. Interesting. Thank you for that. Does husband, does Chu ever come in for the kiss and you're like, get that dirty fucking mouth away from me? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't say that. Okay, good. That's too mean. I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel exceedingly, uh. Sad for your husband. (laughs) He'd probably want you to feel sad for him in general, but no, not specifically with that. Well, not too sad. That fucker owes me money. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy football drama. God damn it. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, shit. Okay, so I'll tell you one of my grievances. Every time Bruce Willis robs something, he has to jump, and then the movie slam cuts, like when he and Danny Aiello jump off the building. And then, to your point, uh, cartoon coming to life, he lands in a chair. It's all very strange. I didn't like the jumping around with that. I, I like the jump. I don't like the jump cut to him landing in a chair. Yeah, this is stupid. And then he steals the coda or whatever the book is, and he lands on some chickens on a bus and then jumps off the bus and lands in a seat with for dinner with Andy McDowell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, how convenient. There's a lot of that shit. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of Bruce Willis wearing dark pants with dark shoes and white socks. What's that all about? Grievance. Uh, I agree. I completely agree. I noticed it. You know, he was wearing the tux and then he wakes up in Rome. I'm like, ah, like, was that a thing? And I can't figure out, like, I've seen, I've seen that before. I just don't know how it works. Is it a sock and a shoe? Is it one? Is it a a shoe that turns into a sock? No, he's wearing black shoes, white socks and black pants. Grievance. That's not allowed. It's not allowed. It's not okay. Ever. Ugh. Sock should be an extension of the pants or sassy. Like if you're not allowed to wear that at a restaurant as a server, as a part of your uniform, then you can't wear that, Bruce, in a movie. <laughs> that's where you come out. You, that's where you're coming from. I just remember working at Chang's and you. P.F. Chang's would never let me wear white no. socks. Piece of shit. You, you would get in trouble. You'd be like, you got to change your socks. You can't. You can't be doing that. Good. Because it's gross. <laughs> Who would have thought anyway. you'd have been on P.F. Chang's side? 
just this once. <laughs> just kidding, P.F. Changs. Love you. Okay, I have a question for you. The um, CIA gets a whole gets involved in this movie. This is strange. It's all very strange. But but James Coburn knocks Bruce Willis out, and he falls into a suitcase filled with what, Chew? Uh, packing peanuts? Yeah, okay. All right, good. yay, look at me. I wasn't sure I wasn't sure you would even know what packing peanuts were. I've never used them, but I understand what they are. Okay. Yeah. Look at me. Surprising you. Like, what's that little stuff where the bubble wrap from Amazon should be? <laughs> I'm not that young. You're okay, just good. that old. It's different. Hey, hey whoa, 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 whoa. Settle down there, okay? <laughs> Well, you are able to apply for ARP, the AARP. Whoa, whoa. You're about to apply for a diaper. <laughs> Meh, that wasn't very good. I actually really enjoyed that because you're usually better than that with the the comebacks. With the, I, with the quips. Yeah. Uh, I, Shut your young whore mouth. Okay. What about before the packing peanuts when he's on the gurney? Oh God. Oh my god. He's on the he's on the bridge. He says, Toll booth. Exact change. And then just throws it into into nothingness, but throws it magically it makes it. Oh god. No, he threw it into the into the yeah. bin. Um That was it that was at the point where I was like, Oh, this is a cartoon. <laughs> this is a live action cartoon. <laughs> So, that was, oh, God. No. Also. Okay, here's a grievance. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, is that what ambulances looked like 30 years ago? They had, like, carpet and upholstery on the inside with, like, a shitty little couch? <laughs> did you notice that? I did not notice. You should go back. You know, watch the whole movie again since you fucking loved it so much. I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Okay. Hold on, Chu. The man is speaking. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. 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 Well, hang on. I want to ask you this. What did you think about David Caruso? <laughs> I, I knew that he was in the movie <laughs> before starting it, so you automatically have this idea of what his dialogue is going to be like. And you couldn't be more wrong because there is no dialogue. He's like no a dialogue at all. A mine or, or I don't know. Not quite. So, yeah. Kind of. Um, yeah. Kind of. No offense, David, but I'm really glad you didn't talk. Oh fuck. I feel so bad saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fucking rude. What do you mean? Because Why? I don't. Is he funny though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Half a positive point. point. I mean, you completely forget that he's even in the movie until he shows up every time. Like he'll show up, you realize, oh, I forgot you were here, and then he goes away, and you forget again, and then he shows up. Like, oh wow, I forgot about you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, 
But I have to ask, what is the value in him dressing up like other I characters? I don't understand that, especially when... As a, as a member of the CIA, what's the value is that adding? He dresses up like Andy McDowell. He dresses up like Bruce Willis. He dresses up like a statue. That one I get. I didn't get it. Because he's in the room for a long time before you realize, holy shit, that statue is David Caruso. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking at the same time. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Because you you were frozen on Zoom for me. Um, (laughs) What were you saying? I don't know. Like, I didn't, I don't know if there's any value. Like, was that over my head? Or like nowhere close? No, because I have the same question. Okay, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't get it. It's just a it's just a psych gag. Was it necessary though? No. No, it wasn't. Is it funny enough to keep? Did I laugh? No. You didn't laugh when he was behind Bruce Willis doing exactly what Bruce Willis was doing and then Bruce Willis elbowed him in the face? No, I was confused at first about what he was doing. Like how did he <laughs> What? And then he gave him a card that says, don't forget about the, the blue, blue wire. wire. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay with the card stuff. Like what he gave. I think it's really funny when he yeah. gets shot with the arrows, with the crossbow from yeah. Sandra Bernhard. And when he falls down, a bunch of cards spill out. Oh, I didn't catch that, actually. Yeah. All right. I did like what he gave Andy McDowell. I always liked you. That That's the moment. But, yeah. That's when he... That's when he, so all his cards spill out, and somehow in all those cards, he just finds, that one. I always like you. <laughs> Liked you. Yeah. That's good. Makes me laugh. Come on. Uh, right. well, what are What's your next? biggest grievances? Uh, the candy bar villains. Okay, I'll give you that. We're bizarre. <laughs> That's silly on a level. Also, Butterfinger. God, he's stupid. <laughs> Butterfinger has a line in this movie that is <laughs> truly chilling, like chilled me to the bone, especially since it's supposed to be played for comedy. But there's a moment when Bruce Willis is up in a loft in Rome with Andy McDowell and they're all they're all the candy CIA people are in the car down below. So you've got, or at least oh, yeah. three of them. I think you've got you've got Snickers, Almond Joy, and Butterfinger sitting in the car. And Butterfinger, the big dumb guy says, do you want me to go rape them? I had to rewind that with the subtitles on because I wasn't, I <gasps> was like, too, oh, me too. I heard that wrong. That's not what he said. Wait, that what? That is what he said. It was weird. Rape um apostrophe E M as in both of them. And then they Plural. give him a Dr. Seuss book to read quietly. Yeah. He's reading Green Eggs and Ham. We just starts reading out loud and they both look at each other and say, <laughs> To yourself. Yeah. He that was weird. That was like That was alarming. That came out also the other thing that, that that's a grievance for me in this movie that's also very alarming. At times it's uber and ultra violent yeah like when explosions happen and you see body parts flying around that was more than i anticipated for this movie 
Yeah. Right? So you see arms going through the air and at the auction. That's a positive point for me when that that auctioneer says something about the horse. He says, whatever he says, you know, the mm-hmm. horse was lost in whatever, 500 B, you know, 500 uh, AD not BC. is the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> AD. <laughs> but, but so when he says... That it was lost at this time and says almost lost last night. <laughs> and he's got that sort of jowl shake. That made me laugh. <laughs> but then they show that man getting blown up. Being blown up. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> so totally that's a little odd. I it was the twelve year old boy's idea. Like that was one of their their add-ins. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what would be cool? We just blew this guy up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Jenkins. All right. Let's take another break, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish up Hudson Hawk. Party. It's not going to be much longer, Chew. Okay. You say so. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Does the coronavirus have you feeling oogie? Have you been sitting on your couch for weeks? Nay, have you been sitting on there for months? Well, it's time for you to get back in shape. Check out 2 a T Fitness. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. 2 a T Fitness was started by Tina Bernard. She is ready and raring to go to help you get back into the shape you want to get into. They've got all kinds of classes. They've got outdoor in-person classes. They've got online classes if that's what you prefer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back in shape. You're going to find a variety of exercises. You're going to have strength training, cardio, weightlifting, even fun five-minute burnouts that will push you to your limits. So get off the couch, get into shape. Go ahead and check out Tua T Fitness. Tina Bernard has got you for all your needs. I know her personally. She's fantastic. You're not going to meet a better person to help you become the new you. Check it out. And we're back. Yet again, Chu and I are here talking about the 1991 film Hudson Hawk. Chu hates this movie. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just a it's just uh another reason to hate you all over again i hate you (laughs) the feeling is mutual (laughs) let's put this puppy to bed come on you don't like a, a a cardinal from the vatican saying we're not gonna let a schmuck from new jersey steal our shit you know, I thought, huh, why doesn't he like New Jersey? <laughs> Seems like a nice place. Oh, and then he made the point of trying to convince Andy McDowell that Hudson Hawk was an evil, evil man. I think you're evil. Well, he does steal. That doesn't make him evil. Just makes him have poor decisions, yeah. clearly. But she's sticking up for him. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. No. no. 
He doesn't even want to steal when this movie starts. No, he was trying to be a straight shooter. He wants to go straight. Yeah. All he wanted was a cappuccino. That's <laughs> it. I can get behind that. I, Okay. I, I got a couple of references for you to let you know how much this movie is still in my life. Okay. One, you know I go backpacking every summer. Yeah. Whenever I get extremely tired on an uphill, which is every uphill, (laughs) (laughs) I will always start singing Swinging on a Star to myself to help me keep keep going. Oh, that's nice. Right? That's good. Also, I was working at a restaurant called Gladstones in Los Angeles, and because of this movie... Somebody there thinks I'm an idiot because at some point they they brought up the Louvre. And I said, the Louvre? In Paris? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, no, yeah, I, I think it's called the Louvre. Like, I, I, and then I'm thinking they're an idiot because they're not just playing on my level right. with movies because they don't get Hudson Hawk. <laughs> uh. Because I love it when Sandra Bernhardt says... The Louvre in Paris. And Bruce Willis says, as opposed to the Louvre in Wisconsin. (laughs) That was okay. Come on. That was all right. Your positive points are growing already. You're giving, you're you're conceding. You have concessions. Enough half points add up to full points. Okay. You're right. What? What? Say that again. You just get the What was that? (laughs) <laughs> You'll probably edit that to just to be louder. <laughs> uh, you heard her, listeners. She said I was right. <laughs> Let's not dwell on it. That was deep into the microphone. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that comes out. <laughs> it tasted like melted snow. No. I feel like a dolphin who's never tasted melted snow. That's weird. It's great. (laughs) Do you like Andy McDowell in this movie? (sighs) She's fine. (laughs) She's not a comedic genius or anything. No. But she's like this. She plays the. uh, She plays like the perfect girl next door. You know, like, I feel like that's who Mm. she is. Like, she's so sweet and kind. Um, I like her in Michael. And I like her in Groundhog Day. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. Oh, great movie. Like. I'm surprised you even know Michael. Oh, yeah. It was on TNT ad nauseum about 15 years ago. So, yeah, I know that movie. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I saw that movie on Christmas Day with my mom. Wow. In the theaters. She was I She was very excited to see it. It was okay. It's fine. a pretty good movie. Yeah. It's okay. It's not as I don't think it's as good as I was hoping it would be. No. The yeah. dog survived, so that was a big positive point for me. I I I made a note. I made a specific note for the end of this movie. Oh. Fucking dog. When the dog goes out the window. That was too far. The dog was I a thought, piece of shit, to be fair. I, I Yeah, I thought, Chew's not going to like nope. this. 
Punishment did not fit the crime. Dog joke. Okay. He should have just gone into a rehabilitation program and he would have been a good dog. But he was a bad dog. Um, I was bummed when we thought that Tommy died when he was blown up mm-hmm. in the, the car that I liked off the cliff. I was like, oh, right. bummer. But then you find out he's alive, miraculously, because it's a movie. But that means the movie was working. You were invested. I wasn't that invested. You were uh, you were invested in Tommy Five-Tone. <laughs> Actually, I think if there was any character I enjoyed the most, it was him. Actually, he and Bruce Willis have really good chemistry. I would agree to that. In this movie. Yeah. They're they're good together. Mm-hmm. I believe they're the best of pals. Yeah. I, I won't say that you're wrong. You can't because I'm right. <laughs> I just more than anything would like to know a little more about Captain Bob's steering wheel. Tell me more. You don't even know, remember what I'm talking no. about. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> I was thinking, like, okay, where the fuck was there a steering the wheel? The lack, the lack of recognition <laughs> that, <laughs> oh my God. that washed over your face. Nothing was clicking. It was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> when he gets out of the jail at the beginning, when he, you know, because he owns the bar with Danny Aiello. Yeah. But it become a yuppie mm-hmm. place and he's he's like you took down captain bob's oh, steering right. wheel off the wall and then you see him pick it up later in the basement didn't catch that but i trust you did did you catch all of his abilities to get out of handcuffs even rainbow colored ones with musical codes oh my god that was a huge grievance not him getting out what? of it but the the handcuffs it was a kid's toy with kids noises no hate it it was a complex it it was a complex piece of machinery to keep a master thief binded and he could still get out of it no that was a product of fisher price and you can get it at your local that's how good he is nope wrong (laughs) wrong you're coming at this movie all wrong mad about it and i'm mad at you you're we're watching it wrong. You're watching it wrong. I don't know how wrong. else you want me to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> now I wish we watched it together. I would have yelled at you the whole time. I don't like this. If you if you had said, I don't like this movie, I would have said, you're watching it wrong. <laughs> you would have caught me staring at you in your periphery, glaring. Not watching the movie, just watching you. <laughs> And I would have gone, (laughs) (laughs) I'd have pulled down the shade. Yep. That was a visual joke. I know. Nobody will get it. (laughs) Just for you. Yeah. Not for the listeners. That's why I I, I had to say it out loud. The sound effect was nice, though. The sound effect, I think, might have been good enough to make people understand. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, do you need to work on your sound on purpose? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you reacted exactly as I was hoping. <laughs> Could you try it again for real, though? I can't do the sound effect. You always ask me to redo the sound effect, and I can never do it because it's already I'm already laughing. Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's oh my getting God. worse. It's gotten much worse. 
I might need to take a time out. That sounded like you you saw a disagreeable penis. <laughs> that, that you were horny. And you were like, no. <laughs> I don't like it, but maybe? <laughs> no, I can't do it. I'm terrible at sound effects. It's all become worth it. <laughs> It's all become so worth it. <laughs> Woo. Uh, that progressed. Okay. Well, what, what grievances have we missed? I have a grievance about the 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 luggage with the packing peanuts that they cold cocked them into. No air holes. Hmm. Yeah, there wasn't. I want them. I want them to open that crate up and just see a dead Hudson Hawk inside of that thing. <laughs> well, it was just such a nice piece of luggage. How could know, you put right? a how could you put a hole in it? <laughs> it's probably designer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my biggest grievance in the whole movie is the James Coburn Bruce Willis fight. That is cartoonish to a degree that not even I'm on board. Which one was that? <laughs> Trying to black this movie out as we go through the podcast. Uh, like he sort of, he punches them in a way that Bruce Willis bends at the waist down oh, and God. then comes yeah, back no, up and then goes no, back down I don't, and comes Stop it. Stop. <laughs> I never want to talk about that again. See, and then what happens, Chew, is he goes down and then he comes back up and then down again and then back up. And then without even being hit, he keeps going down and then back up because it's funny. Shut the fu- it's not funny. It was so weird. I actually remember I was eating a tater tot with spicy ketchup at the time, and I remember dropping my mouth. Like my mouth was open for a moment. You dropped kitchen or ketchup laden tater tots like onto your pants? No, I was like in the process of eating it, and my mouth was open. In so amazement. you didn't get the tot in. It just like grazed my lips, and then I had spicy ketchup on the inside of my lips. You missed the hole under your nose. I didn't like, oh, I forgot about that. I think that was on purpose. I didn't like that scene. It was weird. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. I will give you that. It was weird. I also have here, I had a grievance. This moment where Andy McDowell and Bruce Willis, he's explaining Hudson Hawk to her. And he's got a tattoo. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of in back massage pose she's sitting on top of him Mm -hmm. and then there's this moment where i i think it's because he landed on the chickens she says what's this he goes he says i landed on some chickens she says uh does it hurt he goes yeah it hurts and she says do you want me to kiss it better and i thought does andy mcdowell really want to kiss the back of bruce willis nobody does or is that Sorry, not a Bruce. big deal? <laughs> I wasn't blown away by their chemistry. No, I'll agree with that. I Oh. I don't I don't want to say. It's I feel bad thinking what I think. No you don't. I'll just say <laughs> that I wasn't impressed by their chemistry and they both have done better. They've tried. I waver. I I don't think they have the most alluring chemistry, for sure. They don't. But I 
No. But I think there's something... How do I explain it? Um, I don't know. Hudson Hawk as a character is very strange. He's always asking for permission to kiss. And this is 1991. And I thought, I like that. (laughs) Well, he's been in jail for however long. True. True. So maybe he just doesn't remember how to flirt. Or what women want. I don't know. Yeah, but he... He says, can I kiss you? And she replies, yes. And I I said, good for you, 1991. Nobody else was asking for permission. Nope. Nope. Mostly, the men would just grab the women and just, like, smother their faces. Not necessary. You're like a man who takes control, don't you? (laughs) I I don't know where you heard that. Sex in the city, I think. (laughs) 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 <laughs> How about when they sigh, or sing side by side at the end of, uh, to get out of the castle? Yeah. Sure. Come on, good shit. I don't know if it's good. Did you buy, by the way, did you buy Danny Aiello being alive? When you look at the crash, it's ridiculous, but He's... to me, makes it all the funnier. He should have been fucking dead. <laughs> You should, I can't remember exactly what Bruce Willis said, but you should be in pieces in a fiery crash. He says, airbags. Can you fucking believe it? Or there's like a sprinkler system yeah. in the back. He says, yeah. airbags. And then she says, yeah, but you should have been on fire. And he says, sprinkler system. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> and then Bruce Willis finally gets his coffee. Yep. And then they go back to the storybook. And, right. Yeah. Which you forgot that that was a thing. And they bring it back my first, for you. My very first positive point was in the storybook beginning. When when he says, the guy on the donkey is just a guy on a donkey. <laughs> I, I started to have... <laughs> okay. that's It's funny when you say it, but I was confused and missed the joke, I think. I started having flashbacks of almost heroes because they kind of had like a, a storybook title card type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it made me feel scared. So the beginning of this movie has just triggered you is all you need yeah. to watch it with new eyes and then you'll see how yeah, great I it needed is. a trigger warning before, before going in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you what's your drinking game for Hudson Hawk? Ooh. Something to do with the villains. I'm not really sure what exactly the game would be, but there was a lot of, like, bad villain stuff. By the way, if you hate them, if if you're listening to this, listeners, and you think, I fucking hated those two in this movie, they do get their comeuppance. Right? Oh, yeah, they're dead. Just covered in boiling lead? Yeah. That Mm. sucks. That's going to leave a mark. Just a teens. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Something to do with the bad villains. Something like, with the villains. Every time yeah. there's a, a a classic stereotype cheesy villain thing, you can drink, which you'll probably be shit faced before the movie's over, because there's That's a lot true. of it. What's I like. Yours? I like their butler with the knives. Yeah. Alfred. He's okay. Yeah. 
They kept calling him well, different names. He was Jeeves and then Alfred. Yeah, he's Jeeves. He's Alfred. Yeah. He's, he, I don't know. He's a lot of different things. <laughs> so, I, I thought of a thought like I thought I thought of one, but it wasn't enough. I don't know that you'd be drinking enough. What was it? So it was any time Bruce Willis takes something that doesn't belong to him. Which is different than, well, I mean, I guess it's the same thing, but yeah. it's stealing. But includes the the cop's keys at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I that think your thing. shots would be spread out appropriate an appropriate amount. They'd be spread yeah. out appropriately, wouldn't they? At least five or six shots throughout the movie. Yeah. Which would so I thought, I thought you could also add to it every time Bruce Willis jumps off something and lands in a chair. I mean, that's what, like, two or three right there. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. So you add that with the other one. You're buzzed. You'll have a healthy buzz. Yeah. All the more to enjoy Hudson Hawk with. Eh. Sure. You go fuck yourself, Jew. No, I don't think I will. (laughs) Because you're fucking wrong. No, I'm so right. You know, I did peek on IMDb after watching the movie, and I didn't go through, you know, I didn't look at the budget or anything because I knew you were going to surprise me with that. But I did skim through the IMDb users' reviews of this movie. Uh And I'm surprised that there's a lot of them that's at least 8 out of 10. Yeah! Almost all of them were good. How? Who's watching this movie and being like, you know, this is fucking good. Besides you. (laughs) I'm concerned. Any right-minded thinking person, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if I'd go that far. Mm. I would not recommend this movie, so you don't need to even ask. I'm going to start shaving little parts of your head and look for soft spots, because that's probably part of the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. Anything else? No, I'm glad it's over. (laughs) Well, I'm going to pick something. Don't you fucking dare. Equally terrible for you. (laughs) I'm going to be upset. (laughs) You want to pick the pick one? You pick the next movie. Okay. Great. Okay. So we will live or die by your choices. I can do that. Good day to you, madam. Good day. That was aggressive. As always. <laughs> I feel like I can never get it right. Good day. You know, I called you madam. You could call me sir. Eh. Good day, madam. Good day. I'm mad at you. You don't deserve a sir after today? After this shit you pulled? Are you serious? <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm upset. Well, I can live with it. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 